Okay, there's so much that uh, we could get to today, so much I could unpack on Spazzing Out America's podcast this morning, but unfortunately, we won't get to most of it because I got a lot of shit to bitch about and I don't have a lot of time because it's already 6.30 and I got to go to work. Unfortunately, the, the podcast is... It's like a hobby, although it's a passion for me. It's a job for me, and I and I want to make a lot of money doing it. I don't make any money doing it. I will someday. I do it five days a week. The podcast, five days a week: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays. Typically, when I record the podcast, I'm doing it on um, a, a couple of live streams. We'll do it on Facebook. We do it on YouTube. Try to do it on Twitter. Twitter's not happening today. Any on, on any given program, one of the feeds doesn't work. I don't have the right equipment. I have had people reach out to me and actually help out um, with uh, uh, to to help me get money towards the the uh, new equipment. And I have some money that I've, that that I've saved aside, so we're inching closer towards better equipment. Um, I'm also trying to get a job. I'm trying. I, I, that's the truth. I, I'm trying to get a job at a radio station. If I can get a job at a radio station again, then we're good. Because I'll just use their studio to record the podcast, and then we'll have quality audio. We'll actually be able to play sound and cuts, and we'll have a really good program. But until then, we're stuck. I do it on my phone. I use my iPad. I use my laptop from 1950 to do it on YouTube, and from time to time. We're not on all streams, but most people don't watch on a stream or watch the video. Most people listen on an app on their ride to work. Typically, I get the most downloads between, let's say, 6 and 10 in the morning. But since I've been recording it in the morning, you know, when I, I upload it sometime before 7 o'clock. And we're getting about 650 to 700 downloads a day for, for a new episode and growing. I need you to go and subscribe to one of the podcast platforms. So you can get my, my podcast at Apple Podcast and basically anywhere you can get podcasts. You go in, you put in Spazzing Out, America's Podcast, and then you subscribe to one of them. Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google, Google Podcast, Pandora, um, iHeartRadio, all over. But Alexa, hey Alexa, play Spazzing Out, America's Podcast. So you can get it. Plenty of places, or you can just go to anthonypaziali.com, and it's got a bunch of links as to where you can get the podcast. Although the website is much like the podcast, it, it, it's put together by me. I don't know how to do websites, bro. I don't know how to spell. So I'm sure there's a ton of spelling mistakes, and it looks like crap, but the link works. It'll take you somewhere. The quality of the talking, I could talk, man. I could talk to myself for hours, and I could come up with content. We just got to get better equipment. We're going to get there. We're going to keep working hard. A couple things that we want to get to, but first, I, I, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm, I'm, I'm. It's a shock and awe. The Patriots have won two games in a row, and, and not only did they win two games in a row, they beat a good team. The, everybody counted the Pats out uh, uh, for the, for the Baltimore game, and they pulled it off. And we have a running game, a crazy ass running game, great running game. Harris, 122 yards last night. The Pats look. The Pats defense stepped it up last night. Maybe the rain helped out big time. Maybe that home field advantage worked. I don't know. But the Pats, I'm not. I'm not. Pat, we're going to the Super Bowl, baby. Path. I, maybe I was wrong. Maybe there is a path 
to the playoffs, maybe Trump will still win. If the Patriots can make the playoffs, Trump could probably still win. Now I'm talking cuckoo talk, but whatever. I'm excited to see the Patriots beat a, a good team. And now, now I because it makes me go back and think, I'm like, all right, check this out. Imagine, think about it, because the Pats could have beat Seattle. They could have. They lost on the one-yard line. The Pats could have beat Kansas City. They definitely could have won that game. The Pats could have beat Buffalo. They could have won that game. That's three more wins instead of three more losses. And then they beat a good team in um, Baltimore. And the Bills lost last night. Bro, come on. Oh, we, got, we could run the table. Pats are going to run the table. That's, that's how you know I'm a huge Pats fan. Just excited for them to look well, to protect the ball, play sound football. Not that many. I mean, the Pats hardly ever get penalized, so that's great. No turnovers, at least not that I can remember. I, I, I half asleep, but I don't think there were any turnovers on the Pats side. Um, J.C. Jackson gets another interception. The guy's on fucking fire this year. Pats look great. All right, I didn't want to talk sports, but there you go. It's, it's someone says it's not cuckoo talk about Trump. Let's. I gotta unpack this about uh, the 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 president and about election fraud and, and about the systematic failure of elections in the United States of America and a solution. So I, I when I come on this program, I'm gonna bitch about something, but I'm gonna try to give you the solution to it. And I've talked about this a lot, but I I can't I can't get away from it. I spent my my weekend reading up on elections and reading up, you know, first off, I love uh, the constitution. I have, I mean, we all do, but I have, I have the constitution app on my phone so that I can access the constitution at any time to look something up, to read it <clears throat> because I, I'm into that, that period of time, 1776 till I, I, I don't know, right till right about after maybe Thomas Jefferson um, got out of office and I love reading books on it and I love digging into it. And, and I've read the Federalist Papers and which is, you know, prior to, to Jefferson, way prior. But, uh, but that's when they were trying to get the Constitution ratified. Um, I love that stuff. But now I'm, 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 you know, I'm reading the Constitution in terms of how elections are done here in the United States. And I'm trying to, you know, and I'm looking at how elections really are done. So a couple of things that I want to talk about. First off. Pennsylvania has decided that they're not going to do a recount, which I think is bullshit. The reason that it's BS is Pennsylvania has an opportunity to restore faith in the election system. If it, this is one of those, listen, them not recounting it is one of those situations where, well, then, then you, now it looks like something is wrong. Now the vote margin is is bigger, so in Pennsylvania. If you have more than 0.5% of a lead in, in, in the election, as far as votes count counted, there's no recount. But when one is requested, and it's pretty close, it's less than a point or it's about a point of separation, the right thing to do would be to do the recount just to prove to the public, because half the people, more than half, well, not more than half, but, but half of the people in Pennsylvania voted for Trump. They, these are your constituents. You're not going to get voted back in the secretary of state. She's not getting back in in Pennsylvania. She's going to get bounced, but do the recount simple. Some recounts are by hand. Some recounts are by machine. Do the recount, restore faith. Look, look, recounts don't ever 
fucking change elections, maybe once in a while, if an election was as close as a 500 votes or something. Not that many votes get picked up in a recount, but what you could have done is you could have restored faith. Now, the next thing is there is a, a difference between a recount and an audit. A recount is just actually a recount. They could count it by hand. When they're recounting, they're not really looking for irregularities too much. I mean, if one comes up, they got to point it out, of course. But they're really just trying to make sure that Biden got voted for, it went to Biden. If Trump got voted for, it went to Trump. An audit is looking for systematic mistakes in the election system. So when they do an audit, which they should in Pennsylvania, when they do an audit, they're looking to see if the machines fucked it up. They're looking to see if uh, signatures, percentages and signatures that got messed up. Uh, what time ballots were received? When did they come in? Audits are not so much, they're not even recounts. They're not even official. Like if you do an audit, they, you could do a recount, but it doesn't even matter. The audit is is just that. It's just to see if there are any irregularities in the voting system. So you have two things. Now, recounts, like I said, don't ever amount to anything. Maybe 100 votes going one or, or, or either way. Maybe 200 votes going one or either way. The whole point is, if, if you are in a, if you have a close election somewhere and it's highly contested and people on both sides of the aisle are pissed off, just do the recount to restore faith in the American people. Do the damn recount. Because if you don't, you leave yourself open to people bitching, moaning, and complaining, and it seems like it's nefarious. It seems like there's a problem, and you give, whether it's a Republican or the Democrat, you give the other, the, the side that wants to recount, the opportunity to really dig in and make, make it seem like there is a problem. So if there is no problem, then do the damn recount. It seems like you're hiding something. It seems like you're being shady. It seems like you don't want to expose Pennsylvania as a as a shady-ass election state. That's the best way I can put it. Shady-ass election state. And then do the audit. You have nothing to worry about. Do the recount. Like I said, when you do recounts, 99.9% of the time the election doesn't change. You only gain 100 or something votes, but you're not doing it for some reason. Other states are doing it. They've agreed. Other states say, hey, you know what? We'll do it. Some states have, have already just kicked it off, like Georgia. They have to do it because it's part of their law. But it just seems shady. It seems like you're hiding something. And let me tell you something. If it were the other way around, <clears throat> it'd look the same way. If the Democrats were asking for the recount and you said, no, we're not doing the recount, they'd be like, what do you mean? It This seems weird. So both sides would bitch about it. Do the audit. I want an audit. Of every single, every state needs to do an audit. <clears throat> All 50 states in the United, and in, in this great country, need to do an audit. The audit is different from the recount. I'll, I'll say it again for those of you that <clears throat> can't understand this. Recount really is merely just a recount, either by hand or by machine. And they could kind of see irregularities as they go by, but that's not really the purpose. The purpose is to say, uh, this person voted for Joe Biden. Yes, Joe. This person voted for President Trump. Yes, President Trump. The audit is to find the systematic fuck-ups in elections. Audits and each state will let you know if the machines worked properly, will let you know if the tabulations are being done right, if signatures are being checked, if mail postmark dates are right. You'll have an absolute audit on whether or not 
the election was done properly or if there needs to be changes. And of course, there needs to be changes. Why? Because I, it blew my mind and it still blows my mind all weekend. I'm reading about it and I'm like, my God, we have 50 different states with 50 different ways for federal elections. 50 different fucking ways. Of course, there's mass confusion. Of course, we don't have a system. So here's what I propose going forward. First off, let me be clear to the buffoons that will say, well, it's the state's job. It's yet. Yes, right now it is the state's job. The Congress has left it to the states, the state's job to handle federal elections. When in fact, in the elections clause in the Constitution of the United States, it says that Congress can make changes and alterations to elections, federal elections regarding the House and the Senate. Now, <clears throat> we'll get to the presidential election. For, for House and Senate, federal elections, Congress can make the law. They can mandate the law. They can, which is why we have November 3rd as election day. Congress is like, yeah, election day is fucking November 3rd. They need to go in. They need to uniform federal elections across the board. Across the board, federal elections, done. They have the power to regulate their their election. They have the power to regulate the Senate and the House of Representatives, Congress, the elections across the board. They also have the power to regulate the, the, the so when we vote for president, we don't actually, I think everybody knows this, but when we vote for president, we don't actually vote for president where we're voting for our electorate, for, for the electors, which we don't even have the fucking right to do. It's, it's up to the legislator and the states to decide who it is. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say the people vote for the president. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say we vote for our, our electors. We don't. We don't. The legislator does. But if you read the Constitution, it says that the legislator can decide how the electors are picked. And most states have decided that the people will decide who the electors are. Great. But what it does say is that Congress can decide how and where that these elections are done. So for both the presidential election and for the Congress election, Congress can make a law to uniform the whole goddamn thing across all 50 states. And they should. They need... <clears throat> first, here's, here's what needs to happen. First off, they need to have an independent election committee, an independent election council. I, I, I don't know how the hell you'd ever get one of those in the United States because there's nobody that's truly in the middle. You would need a group of people quite like the Supreme Court to run our, our election, federal election office, whatever it would be called. And these people would truly have to want democracy, democracy prevail. They would truly have to be partisan, not part, bipartisan. They, they would truly have to love this country. That would be a difficult thing because you need a shit ton of people to run a, a mass election across 50 states. And as you know, that would be a difficult thing because they're not even going to have the money for that. The, the This commission that I'm proposing that would be a countrywide election independent council would, would hire boobs. You know, the kind of people that work at McDonald's and pick up cups in the fucking parking lot and don't give two fucks about life. Those are the kind of people that you would have. But still, it would be better. Now, the next tier. So you would have this independent body, okay? Ind an independent body put together by both Democrats and Republicans that would oversee federal elections across the board. The next tier is 
each party, each party, the Republicans and the Democrats would have their own, their own little voter organization that would be allowed to all parties. You get the independent and you have the Republican and you have the Democratic parties that can get in on uh, without any restrictions. They get to watch everything. All votes get counted. If they want to stick their finger up the pollster's ass, they can do it. Now, if you're a third party, you have to have at least 10% of the American people vote if you want to get your ass in on that. Otherwise, we don't need the distraction. So going forward, they need to have a uniform system. So now we're going to have the overseeing body, an election committee of, of independent election committee people, which, like I said, would be very difficult to do. Just like putting the Supreme Court together, people always bitch side to side about their politics. <clears throat> then the Republicans and the Democrats get an equal panel that can also be in and see all paperwork and see all election counting as they seem fit. From there, on November 3rd, right? Or, or the, the <clears throat> well, it doesn't have to be November 3rd. What is it? The second or first Tuesday? You guys know better than I do. In November is when we have federal elections. All votes must be in by that date. Simple. I am okay. I'm going to be dead serious. Everybody uses the same voting machine. Voting needs to be just like working at McDonald's. Literally. You make a cheeseburger in California the same way you make one in fucking China, the same way you make one in Russia, the same way you make one in, in Massachusetts. Across the board, one system. One system. That everybody goes by. One system, one set of rules that everybody follows for federal elections. You see how this takes away problems? You see how instead of... Imagine if you played in the NFL and the rules changed at every single stadium you played at. So you went and played in New England and the rules were different in New England than they were in Baltimore. And then you went from Baltimore and you played in LA and the rules were different in LA. It'd be ridiculous. It's chaos. The rules need to be the same across the board. Very simple. Rules the same. So now across all 50 states, all voting for federal elections are exactly the same. They use the same machines. They overseen <clears throat> um they, they are overseen by an independent voting commission and then also double checked and balanced by the Republican Party and by the Democratic Party. Very simple to do this. Next step. You you uh, and I'm okay with it. I'm going to give it because I, I thought about it. I'm like, you know, for, for all weekend, I'm like, all right, maybe it's just one day. One day, you got to get your ass in there if you don't tough shit. No, you know what? We'll do it one better. One week. The polls will open one week, seven days before the actual election day. And they're going to be open 24 hours, each one. If 7-Eleven can be open 24 hours a day, then fucking voting polls can be open 24 hours a day. So for one week, seven days, 24 hours a day. 724, right? <clears throat> For one week, you can go and you can vote because the election place will be open. The polls will be open for you. That, that should leave you plenty of time to get your ass over there. And then, now this is a big one. This is, oh, don't say it. Oh, this is where people lose their mind. You have to come with a legal ID. You need to prove you are who you are. If you vote, voting in person would would knock out 90% of the irregularities we have in the goddamn election system. <clears throat> so now, you have seven days to vote. You can vote at any time, 
24 hours at any time between one week before the election and up to the election. You show up with a legal ID, show some, some form of identification that says, yes, I am. I, you go in, you say, what state, like what street? I say Highland Street. Great. They go up. What's your name? Anthony Paziali. Guy looks, says, let me see your identification, Anthony Paziali. Then he can look. He said, what? Wait a second. Somebody else named Anthony Paziali. He says, they can fucking figure it out. Or you just look at it and say, yep, okay, you're Anthony Paziali. Listen, if I, if you can ID people to go into a bar, if you can ID people to buy cigarettes, to buy scratch tickets, if you can, you can basically, you basically ID people for fucking everything, but not for voting. Come on. Simple. So now everybody gets ID'd. There's no fucking around. Now let's get to the mail-in ballot and the absentee ballot. I'm going to lose my mind. The next time a, a, a retard says to me that mail-in ballots are the same as absentee ballots, we'll have a fight. I'm going to have a dust-up. I'm going to have a dust-up with a fucking moron that tries to tell me that there's no difference. Listen, I understand that absentee ballots are mailed in, you retard. I get it. But absentee ballots have a process of requesting to be an absentee. You have to request to be an absentee. You have to have a reason, legit reason... To be an absentee voter. I'm in Iraq. I need to be an absentee voter. I, I'm i I'm in Canada. And they've quarantined us in Canada. I can't come back to the United States. To vote. And then and someone has to approve it. Someone has to say yes. This is a, a good enough reason. That says that this person can physically not be here in person. They really can't be. They cannot be. That is an absentee ballot. Absentee ballots have to be verified. Now let's get into that. From from here on out, I don't know if this is the fact state to state, but across the government, now for for my new federal uh, regulations, when you get absenteed, if you have been given the thumbs up to receive an absentee ballot after it's been approved by the independent federal election committee, they say, yes, you can have an absentee ballot. Well, when you fill that puppy out, you got to do it in front of a notary. You go find your ass a notary, wherever you are. If you're if you're in Iraq, you go find the general. I'm sure I'm sure the general's stamp is good enough. Or go find your sergeant or or someone in the military that's higher ranking than you. They fucking whoop, they put their little seal on it. Say yes, uh, Private Peckahead. I don't want to say Private Peckahead because I, I have a lot of respect for the soldiers. So you know, Private Badass, uh, Private Great American. Boom, he has voted. Then it gets sealed up. You send it out. If you're in Canada, you go to uh, the local bank up there, or you go find someone that's a notary, and they have to they have to put their seal on it to say that you are who you are. And people do it all the time. We have to get things notarized. Everything gets notarized in this damn country. Literally, if you want to use a, a, a piece of fucking toilet paper, you got to notarize it before you wipe your ass. So there. Now here's the difference: mail-in voting. There is no process there. There, there is the, when they talk about mail-in ballots, everybody could get one. There is no process. You don't have to be verified. You don't have to have, all you have to do is sign it. Anybody could fill the fucking thing out and you just get them. You don't have to qualify for it. You don't have to call up and say, Hey, I physically can't be there. Here's the problem with that. People, they're like, Oh, mail-in voting. And then they go out on the street in the millions Well, we can't go to the polls. We can't go to the polls. But wait, after the polls are closed, you guys can hit the streets? No, bullshit. Mail-in voting, gone. It's open to major fraud. Major. Hold on, my, my phone's all messed up. The mailing voting part 
it needs to go away unless people are willing to have a vigorous, vigorous validation of uh, of the ballot. Again, it needs to be notarized. You need to be witnessed. That that kind of stuff. We need. We can't do it. The mail-in voting is a disaster, and it's going to be tough to get rid of because it worked out. It was very effective. It was highly effective in this election. We we allowed pandemic. We allowed a pandemic to fundamentally change the way we do elections in the United States of America. And it worked out in favor of the Democrats, which is fine. And I've always said shame on the Republicans for not stepping up their game. But this ain't about Republicans. This ain't about Democrats. It's about systematic failure in our election process and how we can and how one party can absolutely take control and use these garbage elections as a way to to a coup. It's really a coup. It's it's really a way to get whoever they want out of power out of power, and whoever they want in power in power. And it can be done on either side. We need to get rid of it. As the American people, we need to demand to have a uniform election system for federal elections across the board. Federal elections being uh, Congress, House of Representatives, Senators, the President of the United States being the electors who vote for the president of the United States across the board, all on the same day. Seven days prior, you open up the polls, you vote in person with a legal ID. If you really cannot be there in person, you must apply for an absentee ballot, which is different from mail-in ballots. Look this shit up. Literally, I'll lose my mind explaining this to people. Get it. Simple. Done. And use a system it, I, I'm, I'm down for a two machine system, two separate companies. I'm down for that. You get two. The, the, the ballot goes through one. It gets tabulated. The ballot goes through two. It gets tabulated. Then you match up the results. This shit is important. Important. The way I see it is that either way, whether you're a Democrat or you're a Republican, hold on. Either way, the way I see it is whether you're a Democrat or Republican, we all lost. Everybody in this country lost. We all sat back and we all saw the systematic, I'm going to keep saying it, systematic breakdown of the American election here in the United States because we have 50 different states with 50 different rules. Then we saw the introduction of mail-in ballots that got stuck, jammed in on us because of the pandemic. 300 fucking lawsuits before the election to get to legalize mail-in voting. And then no regulation on the mail-in voting. None. You simply get a ballot. You simply fill it out. You send it in. No verification. No identification. No, who knows? Bro, they could have been having fucking the kids making Nike shoes, filling out ballots in China, and then mailed the things over and dropped them off. Third-party harvesting companies? Is this a fucking joke? And Democrats are okay with it? And Republicans are okay with it? No one should be okay with it. No one, absolutely nobody in this damn country should be okay with it. Everybody in this country should demand in-person voting and validated mail-in ballots. And if you don't, it is ridiculous. The morons that say, oh, you, you did like they talk about. Next time I see a moron tell me that they can't vote in person with, with, with an ID that disenfranchises people and they get asked to pull out their ID for something, I'm going to slap them. I'm going to hit him. I'm going to whack him in the face. Be like, bro, you just bought a pack of butts. You have to pull out your ID. You just bought some booze. You pull out your ID. You can pull your ID for that. I don't see. I'd, I'd be more pissed off about that. I'd walk in and be like, bro, I'm fucking bald. Give me my booze. I don't need an ID.
<sighs> drives me nuts. Absolutely nuts. Simple. And we'll break it down like this, and then I got to go, because I got to go to work. It is clear that there is a major problem with the election process in the United States of America, and it affects both sides of the aisle. It affects Democrats. It affects Republicans. Republicans. It affects Americans. Just stop and think about this for a second and be a reasonable person. Try to be. If millions of people, hundreds of millions of people can vote without any verification that they are who they are, if millions of people can just receive a ballot in the mail without any verification that they're the actual person filling it out, it, and then machines are used that don't correctly tabulate, they give votes to one person and not to the other, they, they, they flip votes, if there are irregularities, then there is a problem. So let's start there. Let's admit that there is a problem with our election system in the United States. And let's push together as a group of people going forward that we want more transparency in our elections, that we want a uniform system, that it's next to near impossible to have have fear and impartial fear and impartial federal elections if all 50 states have different election laws and rules. Make it federalized. One system governed by an independent body with the ability for both parties to oversee and get their fingers in there so that they can see two or three machines that read that do the count have 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 literal or just two do two machines zip 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 add them up and then verify verify people we just need to know you are who you are how how is it I just it, it last note how is it that only 40, like it's like 41% of the people in the United States are registered to vote, but yet 48% of us voted. Where the fuck did the other 7% come from? Just think about stuff like that. I'm not so upset either way with the election. Yes, I uh, do. Did I want President Trump to win? Do I still want him to win? Do I do I want him to, to pull a Patriots and beat the ba- Baltimore Ravens? Yes. But if he doesn't, I don't. I don't think it matters because I'm a tinfoil hat type of person. Where I, where I, where I'm like, it, it, it's all rigged anyways. It's all garbage anyways. The, 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 there are people that make decisions that are way above our head, and they don't listen to us. But we need to speak. We need to start speaking, and we want fair, transparent, and impartial elections, and we want them to be uniformed so that there's no confusion. I want to be able to to look at election law on federal elections in Massachusetts, and then it's the same in every single state. I go to Georgia, it's the same. I go to Nevada, it's the same. Simple. Very simple. Government needs to... I've always said that. When I ran for city council in Attleboro, I ran on simple government. Government just needs to be simple. Common sense laws. Common sense. Common sense laws, bro. All right. Thank you so much for listening to America's podcast. I got to go to work. All right, guys. Have a good day.